Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 75th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I am Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is brought to you by Meeples and Milkshakes. You can find them in-store at 130 Westminster Avenue West, Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Okay, so, yeah, we've been uh, out of the country for a little while. We went on our first family, big family vacation yes. to Hawaii. I think we mentioned that on the last episode we that did. we were heading there and we were hoping to do some recording and stuff while we were there, but it just wasn't in the cards. <laughs> we were nope. there for a few weeks and it just, it wasn't... Um, we brought lots of games to play. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and uh, I think that um, we ended up playing Canasta. Canasta the most, yeah. <laughs> so... So we played lots of that. We were with my yeah. my mom was there with us, and we played lots of cards. So yeah, and re- recording just wasn't going to be a thing there no. when we could be, you know, in the ocean. or yeah. whatever. So we, you know, we <laughs> yeah. overarch a lot. Or so we have a, a, lot. a lot of catching up to do because yes. while we were gone, we had so many games show up, which yes. is crazy. Actually, yes. like so many kickstarters and pre-orders and 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 games that we bought from the meeples um sale sale and yeah. you want to talk about that one you got there yes i do okay go ahead all right so this so. is some new to the collection we have a couple games to talk about yes so my new to the collection is not a new game i'm going nope. to give you a bit of a history on this one <laughs> so i first saw this game years ago mm-hmm like years upon years upon years ago. And I told you about it and I was like, oh, I think this game looks awesome. And I I was drawn to it just by the cover art on the box. Yep. And I was like, it look it's like old timey. It it looks like a like a diner. It looks so cool. And um I was like, oh, I want to get it. And I it was a little bit pricey at, for, you know, especially at that point in time for games. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, so I. It's still one of the. It is most pricey games. Out but other there games have now also become more pricey. But I um I remember I I came home and I was talking to you about it and then I went back to go get it and it was gone and I was so mad, so <laughs> mad, because then every time I've seen it, I had seen it since then, it was more expensive. <laughs> yeah. So so we never got it. It keeps climbing yes. in price, this game. Yeah. So and, what are you talking about? Well, I'll get there. Okay. Um, but then our friend got it. I think Kurt has it. And several of our friends yeah, have it. Have yeah, have it. So we got to play it. But I am talking about Food Chain Magnate. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this one, oh, good luck, Anna-Marie. Uh, designed by Jeroen Duman and Joris Wiersinga. Art by Iris Dan and Nienzi Mode. Published by... Splatterspellen. <laughs> yep, I butchered a, all of those. I apologize. It is a, uh, a a splatter game, as a lot of people would say, and all splatter games are expensive. extremely expensive. <laughs> I um, didn't know that at the time. I just thought mm-hmm. the game looked awesome, which it is. The game <laughs> is very awesome. However, there's uh, I haven't gotten to play it a ton, and but you say that I have not played the ketchup expansion. Yep. Which is Which a must for, me for is you. Integral. And for so this game. I want to play with that because if you think it makes it better, it probably makes it better for me too. It so. makes it enormously uh, better. We, and I believe Justin ordered at it. has it ordered yeah, for we us. Ordered. Um, but that game, so I, I loved that game. I loved the idea of it. Yeah. I loved how the game worked and everything, except for I hated <laughs> that you can get buried 
early yes and have no chance of winning the game and you're basically just sitting there spinning your tires and getting frustrated yes, and not having because fun. I, yeah i think before i played with the um the ketchup expansion which is really funny because it's the ketchup expansion yeah right <laughs> yeah like, like ketchup. ketchup on your burger yeah but also the ketchup yeah. <laughs> expansion um <laughs> before i played with that expansion i probably played three four times yeah and i got murdered every time yeah. and it's because i would make like one kind of crucial mistake yeah and you could never recover yeah and it bothered me and bothered me and bothered me because i wanted to love the game yeah um i love the idea of like warring um fast food Chains. franchises yeah. trying to you know outdo each other yeah. in a neighborhood or whatever i loved it but then yeah it, i just i basically stopped wanting to play it all together until that came out and i think it was kurt yeah and kurt and um, scott both uh we got that expansion and they're like oh you got to try it with this like i think you'll like it a lot better and they were right yeah it was awesome it actually allowed you to climb back into the game um which was all I wanted. I didn't care about winning, but yeah. I hated being just like, yeah, where I'm you're... out like yeah. 10 minutes into this game. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. even have a chance of winning. Yeah. So it is pretty clever that that's the catch up. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, we have that on order. So yeah. we'll, we'll play that when we get that. So yeah, I'm super excited to mm-hmm. finally, finally, finally have it on my shelf. Yeah. And, and that now... one was one of the games that we got in the big sale. Yes. At so yeah. I got it cheaper than what I saw it for the first time. Yes. Which much, also much made cheaper. me happy. Yeah. Um, but funny note, um, I was looking at GameFound, I think. Yeah, just today. And yeah, yeah and coming soon, I finally get the game. <laughs> now coming soon, they've got a... Um, a, a deluxe edition a, or something? I think it's just an, another edition where they've got like new art and it says yeah. it's the same gameplay but new art. So I'm assuming they'll probably... I kind of like this art. I do so. too. I do too. I think they'll bundle in... Um, probably bundle in the ketchup expansion i'm assuming and i don't know if they'll have more content but it was it was based this is more like a black and white that one i think just had colors on it yeah it's similar art but different but i do like this one so yeah i'm I'm excited to finally have it Mm -hmm. i think that's our only splotter game is this the one i think um did scott make a little a doohickey for having the cards in yeah i think Kurt, Kurt, Kurt made did that. it with his 3D printer. Mm, I, think. I might need to and get in touch with Kurt. Yeah, just yeah. so you don't have to have all the, all it the made cards it, laid out. Yeah, on the it table. set up they really quickly. Like a, um, yeah, like a stand. Yeah, for them, and you can kind of flip through them to get what you need. It was yeah. way better. Yeah, so we'll yeah. we'll look at that. I digress. All right. So yeah, finally what? have food chain <laughs> magnate, and um, yeah, looking forward to playing that when we get the. Uh, expansion. expansion what you got i there? have one that was a pre-order Ooh. um and this one was from one of our favorite designers and he has a couple games so there's another one like on route as well right now okay um that's from john d claire oh sick mm-hmm. and it's the, the last kingdom i was gonna say game. i forgot he did this one and it's right there on the front yeah. of the box what like it's it's not one I was expecting to see yeah. that it was a John DeClaire game because, you know, it's a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a licensed um, yeah. IP. IP. Um, Thank you. I couldn't that, think of it either. I was yeah. trying to help you out, but I was blanking. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it's based off of the Last Kingdom uh, show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it looks really cool. It, it just, 
you know, I haven't looked too much into it because it was just an instant uh, pre-order. Because yeah. I like the theme. I like the show. And but, then when it was him uh, But we love John Declare, so. Yeah. It was like <laughs> I mean, instantly just, yeah. we'll order it. But then I've been looking more into it and it kind of has a Inish um, and, um, what's the one from a couple years ago we loved? Um, There's a, quite a few of them. You got you no, to gotta narrow no, it down this, a little bit. in this... Um, uh, Brian Burrow. Oh, um, yes. I love Brian. Yeah. Again, every time that game comes up, if you have not played Brian Burrow, try to find somebody who has it and yeah. play it or go search it out. And, and you need three players get minimum. It. Yes. But that game it's is amazing. It's so good. Brian Boru, the High King of Ireland. Yep. So, so, so good. Anyways, yeah. keep going. But this one, just looking at the artwork and looking at um, the, the player pieces and such, it kind of has that kind of feel to it. Um, there's a bunch of tracks. It looks like that you're kind of climbing up uh, uh, tracks, and you and it's like uh, area control, and um, yeah, it just looks looks good. So I, I'm I'm all in on this one, and the components look really crazy. Um, like there's actually minis in here, and uh, nice. and then little characters that look like um, probably the um, monks. The, yeah. Or, uh, what uh, what were they? Either way. Yeah. The Saxons I'm... versus the Danes and. <laughs> I'm very intrigued by this one because looking up at the cover, they've got the um, the cast of the TV yeah, it's show, a, it's a sh- right? A shot of the like a from the show. Yes. Yeah. And all I can think of is Vikings yep, because it's we have not Vikings. it's not Vikings, but <laughs> no, is we've got the is Vikings awesome show. Uh, board game, which is like uh, just a card. It's which is a great game, by the way. If you haven't so played um, the Vikings, where is it? There, it's down there somewhere. Yeah. It, oh no, we switched it over into that shelf. Um, yeah, I don't have it in front of us, but like as Anna Marie was saying, there is a game out there. Just as a side note, yeah. Um, based off of the Vikings uh, History Channel show that yeah. was also then moved to whatever Netflix yeah. or something. Um, but it's so good. And it was actually designed by some people here in Kelowna. In Kelowna. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really good. It's, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's a lot like Dominion. Yeah. Um, card drafting, right? Or, well, yeah, but it's, um, not drafting, but it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic game. So if you love Dominion, which a lot of people do, I actually kind of prefer this game to yeah, Dominion. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Because it adds in a few kind of extra things. Yeah. Um, so it's worth your, your, um, time to, to, to search uh, it out, search out. And it. what's the name of the company that, uh, those, that I'll find it. it. You can keep talking Either about way, this one, but if you look up Vikings games, um, you'll find one out there, um, that is in the dominion, um, realm kind of realm and it's really, really good. But yeah, this one, um, I'm just excited to see how, how cause obviously this is 100% very like completely different from the other one but just because it's another oh, yeah. ip that's vikingish right that's well yeah I mean, looks similar and it's danes and saxons and yeah so but i'm forth. just i'm curious i'm excited yeah i think it looks really really good um and uh, yeah i'm, I'm excited because it has that kind of feel looking to it as of like inish and uh, brian borough with area control and yeah and so forth so yeah i'm really excited and yeah it's oh it comes from gamelin games if i didn't mention that before is it high roller games high roller yeah hey, I, high I didn't roller even games. find it i think it just came to it's me it's high roller games so if you yeah if you're interested in a game like that um it's super good yeah um it's just a small indie company here in Kelowna. they've only made a couple games um and it was just awesome i really really liked it i was so excited that i remembered that yep. i was high roller i was games. fist pumping in the air guys i was yeah. so excited <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah last kingdom looks fun 
John DeClaire, and we have a couple more from him on the way as well. But um, yeah, I think that's it for our new to the collection. Mind you, we have a ton of cool stuff to talk about. We have um, some videos we need to shoot this week or for our YouTube channel yeah. of uh, some some of these Kickstarters and stuff that have shown up oh, here man. that we want to talk about and we want to play so right excited. now. So but we want to have that videos, a couple videos done uh, before we get to those. And then we're going to mention those on our, uh, well, one of them will actually be the, uh, probably be our next, the review. next review of, <laughs> of our, uh, our next episode. Cause as soon as we're done talking about this episode, we are going to clean everything up here and we're going to move on to that game that yes. we're talking about, but you will find that out in the next episode, but it is a super cool game. Yeah. Um, so that's it for new to the collection. We do have, um, a few games we want to talk about in our next uh segment mm-hmm. uh for um our crowdfunding so let's head on over there right now Alrighty then here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode and we have um what turns out to be three games we want to talk yeah. about. Um, before we do that, I'm going to just interrupt for a second because okay. I wanted to just add on to what I was saying before. The Vikings, it's actually Vikings Raid and Conquer. Oh, there you go. And where I was saying card drafting, what I was trying to spit out of my mouth <laughs> was deck building. Yes. <laughs> so it's a deck building game, Vikings Raid yep. and Conquer. A la Dominion. So yeah. you like Dominion <laughs> and deck building Vikings Raiding Conquer is awesome. Yes. Anyways, okay. that's enough. <laughs> so on to our crowdfunding segment here. We have, yeah, three games we want to talk about because there's one Kickstarter in particular that we were looking at that has not one, not two, but three games. It's like a shampoo and conditioner. Three in one. <laughs> I guess so. Shampoo Although, and conditioner. That's two in one. I know, but they'll but then they'll advertise and it'll be all of a sudden you have seven in one and you're like, it's just shampoo and conditioner. It's just soap. And you just right. use it for your hair and your whole body. <laughs> Anyways, three in one. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, there's a three in one here from Allplay, uh, formerly, or as well as uh, BoardGameTables.com. Their latest uh, series or set of games that are hitting, uh, what? Were you saying, did you, yeah, did you say that Board Game Tables switched to Allplay? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, okay, we've, I've. <laughs> I've mentioned it probably at least twice before. I don't think this, so. On this podcast, yes. I don't think, I think so. Because I think this might be the third or fourth um, all-play uh, Kickstarter we've talked about. But it's always said board game tables. No, no it's not. <laughs> yes, it no. has. I don't think I've no. ever heard all-play. <laughs> okay, sure. No. I, <clears throat> I'm i going to fight you to the death on that one. No, um, I'm going to look back. <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me. Into That's our okay. latest, or, <laughs> I oh. get proved wrong all the time. Yes, I'm sure I have. Um, but I think I'm but right. yeah, they have three new games <laughs> on their latest <laughs> Kickstarter, uh, and they all look cool. And so they have uh, kind of a small one, and then two of their larger ones. So all play and boardgametables.com. Um, so have, is it and or is it no, now all play? It was it was boardgametables.com, and they are now going by all play. Okay. Well, they're pretty sick. They've got. They're the ones that do that, um, the Christmas ghosts, Yep. the ghosts of Christmas. Yep. Um, they did dandelions. Mm-hmm. They did mountain goats. Yep. They did um, Kabuto, Kabuto Sumo? Kabuto Sumo, QE. Yeah. They do like 
bits and bites or that yep. kitchen one like they did so many tons like, of them tons of games um so in this uh set of games there's one of those so they they generally have kind of like two or three different box sizes for their yes. games um and in this one they have one of their smaller ones and two of their kind of normal sized ones like kabuto sumo sized mm-hmm. games but they also have so the first one here i want to mention is called switchbacks yeah and this one is in um the kind of the same realm and or uh, look and everything. Yeah. Um, I would say in the same series as dandelions, as you mentioned, yeah. and mountain goats, as yes. you mentioned, because I think it's basically the, small the same box. artwork, the same small box, mm-hmm. the same uh, graphic font, design. I think. Yeah. The same, yeah. Whoever's doing all the stuff, it's it's clearly all similar. It's yeah. a Different game. Yes. But in the same sort of package, uh, and it looks great. It's kind of about about hiking and and uh, and yeah. Yeah, that's really. But you're hiking on some switchbacks. If I had to make a guess. Yeah, (laughs) it's just a small game. Uh, It says like your new favorite filler um, on there. So, and that's you know dandelions and and um, mountain goats. Mountain goats, they're perfect filler games um, for starting or ending or mid you know mid game night. In between. Yeah, so that's what this one is going to fit right into there. Um, And what does this one play? This one plays two to four. Nice. It's about fifteen minutes. So that's exactly the same as the other two. Yeah. Um, Looks great. I don't know. It's yeah, nice, hiking vibrant, in the, colorful. In yeah, switchbacks of trails of the mountains. So <laughs> looks really, really good. Um, but then they have two more, and these ones are a little bit more. Well, I'm going to mention the first one here. Um, this one is a reprinting. Yeah. Of a 1998 Reiner Knizia game. Yeah. Uh, called Through the Desert, which and I, I don't think I've ever played it. I don't know if I have either, the but I know what you mean. I think I've. There's a I game I've played have. where I've been stringing camels together, and I find it hard to believe that there well, would be two games like that. The but string, I, th- I think I know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, because I, but I don't think it's this one. I think it's, no, it's something else. No, it's definitely not. Wait, what, what you're talking about with the camels being strung together, that was Onk. Onk? Yep. Really? Yeah. You 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 string camels together to make this to separate the different uh, areas. Okay, in, in maybe the, in that might map. be it. Yeah. You use camels, like these little camel miniatures. That might be to, what I'm thinking jer- of then. To kind of cut land masses into two and create two different zones. Okay, that might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah. It's definitely not this game because I haven't... No, I but haven't I want to say this. I may have played this, but I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not really sure. But it is a Reiner Knizia from 1998. It plays two to five players. Uh, it says best with three. And I would imagine okay. that's probably correct. Yeah. And yeah, it looks good. It looks really, really good. It's... um. Well, it's hard to say. Well, what does it say here? <laughs> uh, let's see. It is. Let me see. Hold on. What do we have here? They got. They describe it as a knife Mechanism. fight in a phone booth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, like you that said, that always reminds me of Ryan. He always or no Norm. They both say that. <laughs> I, think, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Knife fight in a phone booth. It says chaining. So like, um, like you said, you're you're attaching these camels together and. I don't really know what's going on in it, but it looks cool. It looks really nice. There's a whole bunch of camels and colors all over the place, and there's little guys riding on them. They've got an expansion for this reprinting. They've added an expansion to the game. Oh, okay. They look, it's so colorful. They, there's... Yeah, there are four, four expansions that just tweak it in different ways, but it is also super colorful. and Yeah, it looks great. It looks like it probably uh, you know a re... Um, not redesign, but like a, a re... Re-graphic design? Yeah, like, <laughs> colored it, you know, made it bigger, brighter, yeah. better looking, I imagine. Um, it's also got deluxe meeples, so I guess there's a versions with plastic camels. Yeah, I and think. people, and then 
I think I was reading with this one, if you bundle the three together, you can get like these extra components and stuff. Hmm. I'm sure you can get add-ons and stuff too, but I think that's... It says yeah. It says here that you you place out your camel people or uh, your camels with the people riding on them, and then you make routes to the different oasis, um, and you're claiming water holes out in the desert, mm-hmm. um, and you're carving out your end of the territory. So I think that's very actually really similar to they're using the the camels in lines here to kind of carve out and like do area control. And I think, but I think that that's the. No, I'm not even going to say that I think that's the main point of the game because I don't know. I'd just be... Well, it kind of looks that way. Um, but either way, looks really cool. Looks fun. Uh, I like the look of it. And there's one more. So this is a new one. Um, this one is called A Message from the Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, work together or in teams to decode <laughs> messages from an alien race. Yeah, Message from the Stars challenges you to think like an alien. I like it. Interesting. This is from a designer, Clarence Simpson. Um, it looks, yeah, it looks cool. Two to, two to eight players. Yeah. You're intercepting mysterious messages from beyond our known world. That sounds super interesting. Yeah. A team of scientists seeks to decipher cryptic messages from an extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial civilization. Uh, I, I like this. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work, but yeah. I, I love this type of, of yeah. theme. I like that it plays up to eight. You can work fully cooperatively or delve into team play with two players playing as aliens. So yeah. you could break into teams and have maybe an alien on each team. I don't know. This looks this looks super interesting. Yeah. And it sounds like all three of these are going to ship out uh, together in sometime in 2024. Um, but it looks great. I like the look of all three of these games. Yeah. So, and I, I think it's pretty rare that we found... Um, Anything from board game tables that we weren't or really interested all play. All play that we Since weren't Since you've really apparently told in. me three times. <laughs> yes, I definitely have. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they've they've been so good. They have. They, we've been very happy with um, with the games we've gotten from them. Oh yeah, played them quite a bit. Yeah. So, um, and what were? Let me look at the um, the different uh, pledge levels here. So, um, you can get the games individually as per usual. Yeah. Um, so there's Switchback, which is about $26 Canadian, if that's all you'd like. There is a message from the stars, which will be about 54 Canadian, if that's all you would like. Mm-hmm. And then there's Through the Desert, which is the same, 54 Canadian. Uh, 39 American for those two, and 19 American for Switchbacks. Or you get the three-game bundle for 97 American or $133 Canadian, uh, and that just gives you all the stuff. So, oh, this. There's also a retailer pledge uh, for retailers out there, but I think this is an obvious uh, back of the three Definitely. game bundle for yeah, 133 bucks Canadian. I mean, this. Sorry, I'm this message from the stars. I was just. It's got like a but logic games, um, word games, so it looks like very puzzly. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. oh. I just want it even more right? now. Right? Sounds super cool. Yeah, it does sound super cool. Yeah, for the three-game bundle here, you get uh, Through the Desert, A Message from the Stars, Switchbacks, which is $138 value for only $97 American. Yes. Uh, all expansions and upgrades for free. Switchbacks base yeah. game, switchback upgrade, components, blah, 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 whole bunch of stuff. Lots yeah. of uh, upgrades and, and some expansions as well. So, Yeah. Another uh, great Kickstarter looking here from 
the team at all, all play. play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that just about does it for our crowdfunding. Uh, we have a, uh, a review to do. Yeah. So we're going to head on over and do that review right after this. Meeples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay and play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty then, here we are at our final segment where we are going to do another Meeple Dungeon review. review. And what are we reviewing today, Anna Marie? Um, I'm going to interrupt myself here for a second, <laughs> so okay. I might as well keep with the theme <laughs> in interrupting about the last segment. Um, okay. I just wanted to mention too, with that uh, all play bundle, yep. um, they have, if you get the bundle and you get all three of them together, mm-hmm. uh, you get this what they're calling the medallion. It's like a wooden token and it's got uh, like a code on the back of it, which they're highly hinting that it's going to be available for an exclusive prize of some sort in the future. Oh, So it looks like you might get an unknown kind of free gift in the future if you get bundle the three with the medallion. Just wanted to add that in there since it's what we were talking about. That sounds interesting. Uh, Sorry to interrupt us yet again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, what uh, what game are we uh, reviewing? Back to the review. We are reviewing Expeditions, designed by Jamie Stegmeier, art by Jacob Rosalski, and published by Stonemeyer Games. Yes, Expeditions, a sequel Sequel to to Scythe. Scythe. Yes. Super, super, super popular game from uh, 2016, I want to say. About that, yeah. I think 2016 was that huge year with um, uh, Terraforming Mars, uh, Scythe, um, I'm blanking, but twenty. I think it was 2016. Oh, there were huge games in 2016, that's right. Yeah. Um, it was 2016. You ah. nailed it. Got it. Yeah. Um, so do you want to... Um, so, yeah, this is a sequel, a direct sequel to the game. Yes. Scythe. Um, so do you want to give them a little uh, read of I would. what uh, the theme is here? I will. All right. The reign of Rasputin and Fenris is over, bringing a time of relative peace to Europa. The heroic deeds of those who protected Europa fade into legend. Instead, the eyes of the world are on Siberia, where a massive meteorite crashed near the Tunguska River, awakening ancient corruption. An expedition led by Dr. Tarkovsky ventures into the taiga to learn about the meteorite and its impact on the land. When months pass with no reports other than rumors of the crew and wildlife being possessed by strange parasites, a rescue mission is sent after Tarkovsky, but they also fail to return. 
Itching for adventure, heroes from the war privately fund their own expeditions to Siberia, hoping to find artifacts, overcome challenges, and ultimately achieve glory. They borrow mechs designed for exploration and head to base camp to embark upon their journeys. This is where your story begins. Yes. <laughs> so, as she said, yeah, we're kind of playing this game after the events of all of the scythe, scythe and stuff yeah. that has that happened expansions and all that good stuff um yeah so how does this game work so there was a couple different versions of this game by yes. the way there was this version that we got the retail version yes um and then there was a kind of a special edition which was limited yes uh that had metal mechs so this game does have mechs just like scythe, scythe. Yeah. um and all sorts of funny, funky looking ones. Yeah. Um, but there was a version that was, yeah, had metal. And they looked very max. nice. They looked awesome. But it was about $50 more for that version yes. of the game for just having five metal mechs versus yes. the plastic ones. So we decided <laughs> to get the play mat instead of the metal mech. So we went with a retail version and got the play mat, which came out to cheaper than getting the... The deluxe the, edition. The deluxe limited edition with the metal mechs. And we could just paint these mechs to look like metal. Yes. And this uh, playmat is, is gorgeous. Unbelievably beautiful. It's so pretty. And, and it's double-sided. It is. It's got the functional side. Which uh, lays out a uh, board for you to follow. It's actually really nice. Mm -hmm. um, I'm assuming there would in... Um, no, no, I'm not going to assume. But anyways. So yeah, it's got... Uh, and, and then the other side of the mat is the exact same picture, just without the... Yep, just without the board outline yeah. on it. So it's just a nice it's big really picture nice. on the other side. Um, yeah, gorgeous. So we went for function. Mm -hmm. and, yep. and it really paid off. Uh, super happy with our decision. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about how this game plays. All right. You will... Uh, first off, you're going to select a mech. There's, I think, five? Yeah, five of yeah. them. And they're all just wacky mechs as you yes. can imagine one looks kind of like chopper from rebels star wars rebels yeah sort of yeah <laughs> kind of remind reminded me of chopper. Mm -hmm. there's a, like a boat with legs and there's a bunch yeah. of stuff um so you're gonna take you're gonna select a mech and you're gonna select a uh mech board that's kind of like your player board to go with that mech uh and then you're also going to select a character to be and that character's uh companion uh, like in front of me here, I have Vesna. She's a character, and her companion is Voltan, uh, kind of a like a cybernetic wolf dog. Um, and they come as a pair. You, know, you can't yeah. you can't switch um, companions. They're like they're designated to that yeah. character, and they have the same markings yeah. on the cards. I've got Olga and Changa. Her looks like mm -hmm. Siberian tiger. Kind of, but yeah, and I think there's five or six characters as well that you can be, yeah, um, with different uh, companions. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have your board, you're gonna have your companions, and there's gonna be a few things on your board. There's gonna be a little um, cube of your color. So you're gonna select a color, and you're gonna have a ring that goes on the bottom of your mech that's a, yeah. the color that you are playing, and then you're gonna collect all the the bits that go with that. Um, just like in Scythe, you're gonna have those little wooden meeple stars, and yeah. those are. Um, very familiar to a lot of people as well as uh, like a little red cube and then a couple other uh, markers that are going to go at the bottom of a track that's on the left hand side of the uh, player board and then you're going to take your two uh, your character and your companion cards you're going to have them on the left hand side of your board so throughout the game uh, your hand is said to be on your left hand side of the board so you don't actually have to have your cards in your hand yeah they're just laid out on the table to the left of your board it doesn't matter if people can see them it's nope. it 
Yeah. No, because this is you're not really uh, you're not fighting in this game. You're mm-hmm. kind of all. Um, you're not fighting each other. No, you're not fighting each other. You're all kind of going out trying to explore what's going on. Yeah. And, and you're running into issues and you're having to deal with those issues just on your own. Yeah. So you're not actually actually really interacting with each other. Um, but then, yeah, so you're going to have uh, that little cube and a couple little more uh, tokens on the bottom of your track. And then the board you're going to set up. So we have the mat, which is really nice and it lays it out. Just exactly shows you where to put everything. But it's a big modular board. Yes, with um, hexagons. Yep, with a bunch of hexagons. At the very, very bottom of the board, there's kind of uh, what you call, I think, the base camp Um board right it's kind of like this bottom thing that kind of encompasses a whole bunch of things it shows you end game scoring it shows you um certain uh, achievements you've made through the game what's going to trigger the end game (laughs) things like that and then off of that you're going to build the rest of the board with these modular hex tiles Uh, and that's going to be split into three sections there's a bottom section which is uh south south tiles and there's uh three six of them and then there is the central tiles, which is what, two, four, six, seven, seven of them. And then there's the northern tiles, which is two, four, six, seven of those. And you're going to lay them out in a certain sequence pattern thing to kind of like, um, I don't know, like a, almost looks like a... It looks like a triangle in hexagons. Yeah, it's basically an upside down triangle in hexagons with some gaps in between them. Yeah. Because in those gaps, you're actually going to lay down cards from a big deck of cards. And those cards are going to be made up of a whole bunch of different types of cards. Yeah, items, meteorites, quests, different yeah, types of cards. Things like that. Um, and so the the game that's kind of the setup. And what those those tiles are, though, you're going to put them out at random and you're going to have them face down. And on top of each one of those, you're going to put a little uh, token uh, called a map token. Yeah. On the They're going to be those. at random in their sections. Yep. So like... The south ones will be put out at random, the mm-hmm. central ones at random, and the northern ones yeah, at random. Yeah, the, the six southern ones all go in the six southern spaces, yeah. but you you assign them at They'll random. always be in a different spot. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, and same for the others. Yeah. And then you've got your main deck of cards, and you've got a bunch of things. You've got some money, and you've got um, some different, uh, different meeples. people meeples. <laughs> Worker there, meeples. Yeah, there's like soldiers and engineers and... Um, uh, farmers and yeah. so forth uh one how many five five different types yeah and you're also gonna have a bag and in that bag is going to be some orange and blue corruption tokens. corruption tokens and these things are going to come into play as you start to um explore uh the board and that's about it to begin so what you're going to do at the beginning of the game is all your um mechs uh, kind of represent you and yeah. all your people. Yeah. So you kind of move around as one. Like I move all my people around as one. You move all your people around as one. Yeah. And the mech represents is you where and your you're people. Going. <laughs> yeah. And um, at the beginning of the game, you are going to uh, leave the the camp, and you're going to kind of move your way into the southern tiles, and you're going to be doing a whole bunch of different things at all these different tiles. The way the game works is really clever. Yeah. Um, to begin the game, you are going to have your little uh, cube on your player board set just kind of off to the right on this little spot that says refresh. And if if it's your first turn of the game, you're going to move that cube into a square, this empty square. Which is um, nicely shown by an yep. arrow pointing yep, to the Yeah, there's a little left. red arrow that says, okay, move it over to that square. And now you've got it in that square. And now above that square is three other squares that says move, play, and gather. 
On yes. your first turn, you're able to do all three of these things. And Which is nice. Yeah. So <laughs> the movement action is literally just moving your mech onto these tiles and that's it. And you, most mechs have one to three movement. Um, and there's one out there that has one to four. Yeah. Each, each player, like player partnership kind of thing has their own, um, asymmetrical yeah. ability. So each one has an, a different ability. So one of the abilities is that you can move up to four spaces instead of up to three. Yeah. Um, so it's just one of the additional things that one person yeah. can do. Each mech has its own abilities. Each of the characters that you have have their own abilities and so forth. You yeah. kind of mix and match. And so movement is simple. You move your mech up to one to three spaces or maybe one to four, depending, and you stop. <laughs> I just realized that the last game that we played, my player ability, I didn't I didn't do it once. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I was allowed to um, gain cards directly into my hand instead Oof. of putting them on my... Well, you won anyway. So. I know, but instead <laughs> of in the active role, like I, I just realized, I'm like, oh... I didn't do that, that at all. That doesn't sound like much, <laughs> but that's enormous. It's huge. Um, or it could be. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways. So you probably would have crushed me more. Nah. Um, so, yeah, your movement's very simple. Move on to a hex up to three spaces. But if you move on to um, an unexplored uh, hex, one that's mm -hmm. upside down, then you stop, regardless of how much movement you have. So I and think you... just the, the base ones, all the southern ones are um, open because that's where you currently are. Yeah, all the southern ones start open. And then um, the, and the central, central and the northern, you have to explore. And you have to yeah. explore, yeah. And so that's movement. Pretty simple. Then there's playing. And playing is playing a card from your hand. So those cards to the left-hand side of your player board. And to in order to do that, it's simple enough. You just have to take it from the left side and put it to your right side. And each card has a whole bunch of things on it. And they all these cards do a whole bunch of different things. Yes. But every card has what's called a core value. And that's in the very top left corner of each card. And every card's going to have that. And it's basically either a power symbol, which is this red fist, or a guile symbol, which is a blue circly brain looking thing. It's I think it's supposed to be kind of like a, a Celtic-y design, but it looks like a brain. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we went with power and brains. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically power. Yeah. And then um, when you move that card to the right side of your board, you basically you're using it, playing it. And you can play one card on your turn. And when you do, your first thing you do is look at that symbol in that top left corner. And whatever it is, you're going to raise uh, that token on your track up. So you a have spot. a guile token and, and a, a power, power token. token. So on if... a track of zero to 10. Yes. And you're going to raise it up a spot. And they all start at zero. And you're going to move it up. So if I move, if I played uh, Voltan here, the wolf, I'd put him over to the side. And I, the first thing I would do is raise my power up. And that's easy enough. And then you can just decide what you want to do with that card. Mm -hmm. uh, like we said earlier, there's like your character and your companion. And then there's items and there's quests and there's meteorite, um, meteorite cards. And they all do a whole array of different things. Yeah. Um, each, uh, we can't go over what they all do. I can go over kind of like how each one kind of works, but there's yeah. like a thousand different things. Um, when you put over your companion, there's a, there's a worker ability at the bottom of most cards yeah. and there's a whole bunch of different colored workers. Like I said, there's the five different ones. And if you play that card and then you add a worker onto it, yes. you can also do whatever that ability yeah. is. At the so bottom if you of the have card. that colored worker, yeah. you can add it on and it's available. You haven't used it yet. You can put it on there and <laughs> then you get to activate, um, 
the ability on the bottom. Yeah, so that's how you play cards. You take it from your left side to your right side, and you can add a worker to it usually to make it do something mm -hmm. bigger and better. But then there are a bunch of different cards and how they work. I'll talk about that in a minute. But there's also your other action you can do, which is gather. And that is whatever tile you're on, there's uh, a bunch of icons at the bottom of the tile that you are sitting on. And there's a whole array and probably what, 20 different things you can do yep. from picking up a colored, certain colored worker. There's one tile that has a blue worker or a yellow worker. So you can yeah, decide to, to grab one, one of those. Uh, there's another one with a green and a red and you can grab one of those. One um, there's some... ones with cards where you can yeah. take two cards and keep one and discard another. Some there's... have you moving up the guile or the power tracks. Yeah. Move up your guile, move up your power. Some give you money. Grab coins, grab cards from on the table, like face up cards that um, are available to you because there is like a tableau of cards yeah. that is just face up in these five kind of spots in between all the uh, tiles. Exploration tiles. And yeah. they, those come into play from adjacency sometimes, or sometimes you can grab it just by being, or yeah. just like any card you can grab sometimes, yeah. depending on what icon you click on or click on. <laughs> um, whatever icon you might be on yeah. and some are like well if you're adjacent to that card you can use it or you can grab it or things right. like that um but that's how the gather works it's doing an action on the tile yes sometimes you can do all of them sometimes you have to choose between things and so forth yes including there's another action mm -hmm. which is uh has a star it's called the boast i believe sure um and what that is is if you have um satisfied one of the a conditions a condition in this game to add um what is it called victory no something yeah. else add one of your stars to there to the board then you can do that because the first person to lay down four of their stars will trigger the end of the game yes and there's a whole bunch of different um things to satisfy in this game what is it one two three four five six seven eight nine something like that yeah. and um yeah, once you've satisfied nine of those conditions, four of then, them. or uh, four of those, say, nine <laughs> conditions, then you can trigger kind of the end of the game. Yeah. But here's the the main thing that goes on in this game is, on like I said, on your first turn, you can do all three of those things, move, play, and gather. But after that, on your next turn, you have to move that cube up onto one of those boxes. Covering. Covering one of them. The action. So if I put it on play, on my turn, then I can move and gather. Yes. Or I could put it on move and I could play and gather. Or I could put it on gather and I could move and play. But every turn you have to move it. Yes. So you cannot keep it in the same place. So you no. can't just play and gather, play and gather, move and gather, move and gather, move no. and gather. You have to do something You different. have to move it and you have to do what it says, including move. So in this, movement is mandatory. So you can't move zero. Yeah. So if, if you need to move this turn, you must move. But yeah. you can decide to do the other action first. And then move, yeah. or move first, and then do the action, whether it's play or gather. Yeah. Um, and that's the real meat and potatoes here, is is deciding what two of these three actions you'd like to do on your yeah. turn. And you're trying to plan that out every round, being like, okay, if I move and gather this turn, that makes sense. Yeah. So then next turn, oh, I, I could gather and play. Yeah, that makes sense. And then you can get to a point where you're like, oh, I really, I've used all of my cards so I've, I don't have any cards left in my hand. I've played them all. I really need to get my cards back. Mm -hmm. And so in that case, you can do a refresh. So yes. you pull your cube back down to the starting spot mm -hmm. and you basically negate your turn. It's like a, it's you skip a, your turn yeah. to refresh and then 
Next player goes, when it comes back to you, you get to move it back to the left one spot and you get to do all three actions again. The mm-hmm. move, gather, and play. That one time. That one time. Then the next turn, you have to move it back up and cover yes. one of them. So when you refresh, you get all your cards back and then the next turn, you get to do three actions and then back yep. to two. So, hmm. yeah. So as you are exploring and moving on to un, um, unexplored tiles, you're going to flip over the tile and you're, you're going to grab the uh, map token from on the back and you place that on your player board. And as you It's just a these, little circular token that's on yeah. the top of every tile that needs to be explored. Yeah. And those are uh, one of the... Um, when, or one of the one conditions. One of the conditions to, to satisfy yeah. uh, that can... Get you a star. And yeah. you or, or put a star out on the board. And hopefully you can win the game doing that. But when you do it, generally, oh, I think almost all or no, all of them do it uh, on, I think, every tile. Like I said, there's kind of options at the bottom that you can use to do the gathering action where they're picking up things or doing whatever on that. Yeah. On that um, tile. However, when you first flip over the board, there's going to be an action that's in a box. Yeah. In like a, a dotted Dotted box. line, yeah. And, and that one needs to be covered up by the corruption tiles that yes. are in the bag. And there's going to be a little number next to that box. And whatever that number is, like beside me, it says eight plus. If I had just explored this tile, I would need to pull from the bag corruption tokens that equaled up to eight or more uh, digits. Yes. And each tile has like three or four or five yeah. printed on it. So if I pulled a, a five and a three, then I'd yes. be done. And they're in the two different colors. They're in the orange, orange and the blue. Which is which the guile and the, the power. Yes, the guile and the power. And you have that's where the guile and power tracks come into play. Is you have to build up your guile and power in order to defeat these tokens. Yeah, you vanquish you mm-hmm. vanquish them. So because that's, they represent kind of like the it's like the meteorite has awakened what that um the, what do they say, the mysterious things or strange yeah. parasite parasites like or something parasites that are like um there's like one place what's this one the weird forest where there's a, like a giant polar bear with tentacles sticking out of its head yeah and you basically have to defeat that polar bear that's what these uh tokens are the corruption uh, tiles yeah, yeah these tiles are um signifying as you you defeating that yes yeah, so you're vanquishing there. those mm-hmm. whatever the monsters or whatever yeah and once you've gone through and say and 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 defeated those tiles, now there's going to be another an action, action available available that together. is now revealed yes. underneath there. And those actions are quite different. Yes. So there's three weird ones here. Mm-hmm. There's one that pertains to the meteorite cards. Yep. There's one that pertains to the uh, quest cards and one that pertains to the item cards. Yes. So those three cards can be used just in regular ways by taking it and playing it onto the right side of your board and doing whatever action it is by assigning a worker of this of that color to it. Right. However, you can also use those cards in a different way. If you go to one of these spots, for instance, the meteorite cards, if I go to this purple arrow, I forget what the, the term is, but you're going to use the meteorite card in a different way. If you go Meld. Melding. The meteorite you're melding. Hmm. So if I were to go to this tile, this ancient temple tile, and do the gather action, and I chose to do a meld action, I could take a meteorite card um, from my hand or my active row, yeah. and I could meld it. And what melding means is I would take that card, turn it sideways, and I would be able to slide it underneath my player board, yep. and it would have a little bit of text that runs up the side of the card that gives you some sort of thing for that particular round and it right. would be like 
gain a dollar for every yellow worker you have or something like that. And that can be huge because at the end of the game, dollars are points. Yes. So, and you do that. That's as simple as that. And now that card though is gone from, it's not usable for you anymore. And it sits there until you did another meld action. Yeah. And you took another meteorite card and you slid it under there beside that one. Now you'd be able to fire up all your melded cards. So again, you'd be able to get Get a dollar for every yellow, uh, meeple you have and the new one you just put down yeah and that is a thing that will be one of the satisfaction things you need to do to add your star to the bottom of the board once you have four melded cards do you now qualify to get your star on the board yeah for that in order to do that though you have to go to one of the star uh spots on the board to do that action of of and doing, and doing that action is the gather, is the yeah. gather action is, is activating one of those. Activate the star, and then you can place your star yeah. on the board, and now you are one step closer to ending the game. Yes. And so there's two other things here. Yes. There is the quests. Yep. And these are hugely important. Yeah. So the quest cards, same thing, can be used by playing them from left to right and just adding a worker to it and making it do something. Instead, you can go to one of these special action spots uh, that has a heart symbol, and you are going to basically complete a quest. Yeah, they call it solve. Solving a quest, whatever. Yeah, I, so it's you're going to take one of your quest cards, and on the card itself, it's going to have something you need to do in order to complete it. First off, you need to be able to go to where it needs to be done. So on this one, it says, Weaken the Leviathan is the yes. quest. And it has number 19. Which means I need to go to tile 19 in order to complete this quest. Which means the tile 19 has to have been flipped already. It has to have been explored. Which is right beside me here called the Stormy Sea tile. Which makes sense, right? Yes. And you're going to, first off, you're going to look and and see what you need to do to complete this one. And in order to complete this one, I would need to spend three power. Simple as that. And if I spend three power while I'm on uh, the Stormy Sea 19 tile... Boom, I can complete this one. And then you'll tuck this one on the top yes. of your player board. And now you're also going to get a reward for everything you do. Like you might get a dollar, a coin, a, yeah. a worker, something. You'll a get card. some sort of reward. Yeah. Card. And then you're going to slide that card in the top of your player board. And now you are one quarter of the way to completing your four quests you need. Yes. Same thing. Once you've completed four quests and you go to a star action in one of the areas and you're able to do a gather action, then boom, you add a star under the to quest the section. Quest section of the uh, yep. satisfaction board, and now you're you know getting closer and closer to ending this game. The thing with the the uh, the quests. quest cards are <laughs> that for every one that you do, yes, it's huge. increases how much your stars are worth at the yeah. end of the game. So if you do no quests by the end of the game, each one of your stars is going to be worth five points. Yes, uh, if you did. Uh, one quest it would be worth six if you did two it would be worth eight and if you did three or more they would be worth 10 apiece so yes. i highly recommend you do four quests because those come that increases your 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 everything yes. okay um then there's one last card you can do same sort of idea but with the item cards you can you can upgrade them upgrade them by going to a certain spot with this gear icon and you're going to use that card as an upgrade yes and basically what it's going to do is make it as a permanent upgrade for you where you don't have to assign a worker to it. Uh, because to use item cards, you basically have to assign some sort of worker Whatever to it. It's going to do yeah. something for you. Yep. But 
if you use it as an upgrade, you can slide it on the right-hand side of your player board. And now it covers up kind of the worker spot, and now it's just available to you, whatever that upgrade might yeah. be. So, like, I had one the other day that where um, every time I flipped over a tile and like explored somewhere if it was an even yeah. number i got like a certain amount of money if it was an odd number i got a certain amount and then of you money. got if it was odd you got a buck and if it was even, even you got, got two. two or something yeah that like was that. huge because yeah. you got that card early in the game like yeah. it was the first or second card you got mm -hmm. and then you just got to go on like an exploring tear because mm -hmm. it made sense for you and just you were gaining money left, right, and it was center. Crazy. It was perfect timing still to lost, get the but... yeah. But it was perfect timing <laughs> to get the card. How often it was great. Do you play a game and you're like, you get the card and you're like, oh man, it's the end of the game. Like that would have helped me so mm -hmm. much if I'd have got this earlier. So just, I agree. I like that it worked out that way because it helps. It, it was great for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's so that's the same thing again where there's four four spots for that, and if mm -hmm. you have those four spots, you can satisfy that on the uh, the main board. And so let's talk about that main board down there. So there are, like Eight. I said, a spot where if you had four of the quests complete, mm -hmm. you could throw a star down. If you had four of the meteorites melded, you could throw a star. If you had four upgrades installed, you could put a star. If you had, there's one tile out there yeah. where there's a corruption token that gets put on it. Worth 20 worth, points. Worth 20 points. And there's only one in one spot. And the only way you do that is by spending... Having 10 power and 10 guile. And spending it all yeah. to defeat that tile. And so you can only have up to 10 power and 10 guile at one time. So you basically have to, if you're... Yeah, max them out. Max them out and then get Spend to that tile. Everything then do it. Without, to defeat it. And there's only one of those tiles. So whoever mm -hmm. gets there first and has it, gets to do it. Yeah, and that tile, yeah, can get you a star. And mm -hmm. only one person is going to get that star. And then there's also more corruption tiles. So if you're the if you are able to have defeated seven corruption tiles, doesn't yep. matter what colors, uh, you'd qualify for that one. If you had eight or more cards, cards not um, melt like not ones that you've completed, completed, but ones yeah. in your hand. They or can't in your be under row, your board. They have to be on mm -hmm. on the table. Then you would qualify for that one. And then there's also one for having seven or more workers. Workers. And one for five or more quest tiles. So map, explore, map, tiles. Or, um, map tiles. Exploring five times or more. Yeah. And then you qualify for that. And that's all there is to qualify for. And once one person has qualified for four of those, end it's game the end triggered. of the game. Everyone gets another turn, including, including the person that ended the game. So it's... That is yeah. huge. It's really huge. Huge. Um, and that's... That's how the game plays. You kind of go around, moving around, deciding whether you want what two actions you want to do on mm -hmm. any given turn, um, collecting the uh, meeples and the resources, and resources to help you, and yeah. fighting these monsters, getting cards, getting the cards, playing or doing quests and upgrading and melding yep. these meteorite cards. And refreshing and getting your cards back and playing them again and finding cool combinations of cards on, and uh, yeah. Yep. That's kind of how it works. So there's also end game scoring. So how does the end game scoring work? There's only four things. Yeah. There's just the coins you've collected, which again, coins are points. Basically money. Yeah. Then you figure out how much your stars are worth, depending on how many quests you completed. Which translate to money. Mm -hmm. Translates <laughs> to money. 
And then there are your... Uh, completed com- upgrades. Your upgrades that have been installed. There are always going to be a little coin value on those <laughs> cards. They're the only cards that have coin values. At the bottom right of the card. And you only get the coin values on upgrade cards that you have completed and put under your board. Yeah. If you have cards left in your hand, yeah, um, upgrade war- upgrade cards left that you haven't completed, you don't get the coin value for them. Correct. And then there's also the um, corruption, tiles. Tiles. corruption tiles. For every one of those you defeated, you get $2. Yes. And then at, at the end of it, it's whoever had the most money yeah. wins. And that's yeah. the game. That's the game. Yeah. So let's revisit the theme <laughs> did the theme lend well to this game not, yes not and no really. like the theme is cool the okay? theme is yeah so but the, does okay. it lend well to the game probably not because it, the theme does not come through very much no there's only a few ways that the theme comes through and you really have to dig deep so you're the the theme is that you are are trying to head out into the north and and figure out what's going on up there yeah. because you know you're lots in, of people have gone up there and disappeared, and disappeared. they haven't come back and so you're all kind of like gearing up to go up there and figure it out and you run into monsters and you find mm-hmm. like all sorts of stuff up there um but in order to do that you kind of have to like stay at the southern tiles and you have to get like uh people and cards and people and cards and people and cards and then kind of work your way north in order for it to feel thematic, because if you just run straight through the north, just explore, 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 you it, you get kind of taken out of that because you're all of a sudden you were oh, down there and now you're up at this ancient temple in the very north and yeah, it doesn't feel thematic. No, um, th- but however, there are if you read the cards, yes, um, there is quite a bit of theme in the cards. So especially yes. like the quest cards, if you read it. You will see, it'll have a, a name on the quest. Like, um, yeah, for instance, Weaken the Leviathan here. Yeah. Um, you look at it and you read that, you're like, okay. And then you look at the artwork and it shows this big beast coming out of the ocean. And you're like, okay, so that's what I'm up against. And that's yeah. just what I'm doing. But if you didn't really read the card and you just looked at the symbols and didn't really Which look at the could. artwork. Yeah. You totally could. You're not going to get much out of that. No. You're not going to feel like you're going to Weaken the Leviathan. Because yes. you might not have even read the card. Yeah. Or really paid attention to the artwork. Yeah. So the the theme is cool. Like I like the the idea of what they're talking about here, but yeah. you don't really get to do it. No. That's the thing is there's no storyline, I think. There's no story so much in this game. There's the beginning, like, oh, here's what you're doing. And but at the end of the game it's not like There's no there's no um, The person who wins like doesn't say like, Oh, you found Tarkovsky or Oh, you're they're gone forever because they got eaten by something or you know, like it just says the, the wealthiest player wins. It's like, well, how do we know that you're the wealthiest player? Did they all make it back? Did they yeah, find you anything? Don't, you don't get to complete There's no really the story. resolution. No, the resolution, there's none. You just kind of gain money Win. and then cuz you might not even see the Tarkovsky's uh no. tile might not even come out. So no. it's just like the theme just Yeah. They have a great idea. But it just does not. Oh come yeah, through. the story, the theme, like the actual theme itself is great, but it doesn't mm. come through. No, you need to, like you said, you really if have you're to reading read the cards, reading the tiles, once, and then recognizing too that okay, these square tiles are it, it's the bad things that I'm fighting in that block. Mm-hmm. So it 
there's just a, a bit of a disconnect. Yeah, because like with the quest cards, it's more like you're grabbing. It's like, oh, I know I need a quest card, so I'm going to grab a quest card. And complete it. And then I just look at what I need to do to finish that quest. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you don't even read the card, which is annoying for me where I wish I had to read the card. Yeah. Where I sometimes I found myself just like, oh, I oh, need yeah. a quest. I'll snag that one. Uh, what time. do I need? Oh, I need two guile. Easy. Okay. And I need to get to tile nine. That's all yeah. I knew rather than going to banish the squatters according to this one, right? But I and think, the, you know. yeah, it goes to show that this is one game, I guess, where, yeah, the, the theme doesn't come through. No. But it doesn't super affect the gameplay. No, because the gameplay is great. Yeah. I really like the gameplay. Yes. So, okay. Theme, theme not done. great. Yeah. It's a great it's theme. It's a great theme. It just doesn't come through. Yes. Okay? Yeah. I think everyone understands what we're I saying. I think so, too. It's there if you dig, but yeah. you got to really dig. You really dig. Yeah. All right. So, artwork. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's nailed tremendous. it. I mean, I, I wasn't shocked. Every tile, every everything is stunning it's, artwork. It's the same uh, artist who did Scythe. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's unbelievable. It's just as good as... Everyone and I, thinks it is. I still think that's Sometimes so cool. Because Scythe, right? Like that, the whole thing with that game is he, the idea came because he saw the artwork mm-hmm. and, and then asked the artist to do the work for the game, right? Like a board and so, game about it, yeah. same artist, so still wonderful art. Like it's, oh, it's so, so beautiful. Good. It's so ten nice out of ten to look artwork. at. Yeah. Absolutely Definitely. So good. Every card is amazing. Every yes. card is, is a piece of art. And there's like, I don't know, 100 cards or no, there's, there's 60 cards yeah. or so. And they're all stunning. Yeah. Everything is great. So, um, components. Awesome. Components are great. You got nice, yep. thick cardboard tiles, mm-hmm. cardboard chits. Um, you got wooden tiles. Wooden meeples. Corruption tiles. Yeah. Um, um, the meeples are nice. The player boards are nice cardboard. They actually included in this little sticker things that you can put on the back of your player board mm. to help raise it off the mat so that you can slide your cards oh, cool. more easily underneath. I didn't put them on there because I didn't know what it would be like, but it says it says in it literally like just test it and see if you if you like yeah, it how your table works or your mat works yeah. or whatever. So you could do that. You could stick these little stickers on the bottom and they kind of raise it up a little oh, bit. Oh, cool. That's nice. Yeah. I think that would help because that's one thing that I found. One of the things that I did fiddle with is trying to get the... So I think those stickers might actually really help. (laughs) So they're in the box there. Okay. Um, I like it. And the tiles are nice. They're huge, big textiles with lots of art on them. Yeah. Iconography. I guess that's one thing too that I'll say like the... They are really nice, but they've got white writing and the outline of the writing is not very strong so if you've got the white writing against a light background a mm. little hard to see the writing whereas if it's like the warehouse it's on a dark gray background yeah. i can see that right away um just small little yep I, critique, iconography but... we had a few issues with um, most of it is great but it, they could have streamlined yes a bunch of it to make it simpler and to make it just make sense like when you have a heart what do you think of health mm-hmm. right in almost any game you play a heart is health here, a, quest. a heart is a quest. Yeah. And you have to solve a quest. Mm-hmm. Like you're not completing a quest, you're solving it. So whenever it says solve, you have to really think, what is the solving? Is the solving to do with the heart, the house, or the wrench? And you're, yeah. you know, and like the wrench, that's an upgrade. That one makes sense to me. But then it's got a gear. 
Like yeah. the cards have a gear, the action has a wrench. Yeah, why not just have the same one, right? So. Like in the actually for the solve, the icon is the same. It's a heart for on bo- on both the card that's and the your only board. One that's the same. But then you have like a purple house for meld, which, yeah, which what is, does that mean? I don't know. But then it's got and a then purple a purple meteorite meteor on the on the card. So yeah, a little little streamlining. I feel like those could way. have been the same. It could have been the same icon mm-hmm. for both. The color, at least the color was the same. It is funny that you mentioned that, that the hearts are the same. Yeah. But then the others are different. Others are different. And then you've got solve, meld, and upgrade. Well, and like meld, it's funny because we, the only, the only time I've heard really that word used in a game context is in Canasta, (laughs) which we played a lot of when we were in Hawaii. Yeah, that's true. But that's, but it's a different meaning. But um, anyways... The iconography in that sense could have been cleaned up. Mm-hmm. What you've got on the tiles for like what your actions are, they have a really great player aid. Um, yeah, a couple of player aid cards that are really you know, helpful. Um, so, yeah. But, but yeah. overall, not bad. Yes. Um, the rule book. So I originally didn't use the rule book. I used it for setup of the board. Okay. But then to learn the game, I watched Rodney's video. Uh, Thumbs up to Rodney. Yep. (laughs) So that was awesome. Thank you. Um, But then as I referenced the rule book, it was fine. Yeah. Um, Nothing too too out of the ordinary there. It was fairly simple. But there is a great video, obviously, from Rodney at Watch It Played that you can watch to figure this one out. And um, yeah. So I think we decide whether or not we recommend this game. And if we do, who for? I like this game better than Scythe. Hands down yeah. for me. Hands down. I, yeah, I've, yeah. That's probably, like, people are going to, that's going to be an unpopular opinion at the uh, moment. I don't know. But for people that haven't played this, are going to be like, what, really? Um, but it is. It, I feel it's a better game overall, whereas Scythe for us has been, like, replaced. Yeah. Well, we have Scythe. We have everything for Scythe. But we have a game, like a Grail game, oh. called... Um, Age of Atlantis. Yes. And it is the game that we had hoped Scythe, the original Scythe, was going to be. Um, Scythe is a fine game, but it wasn't exactly what I, think, I thought it was yeah, and I think when it's, we first got it. It's different than what we were thinking, and <laughs> sometimes that can really... It's kind of like when you go into a movie. If you go into a movie with like high expectations, yeah. and then it ends up not being what you think... Yeah. And it's not that it's... It was fun, but it wasn't as fun as it should have been where you should have had mechs and you should have mechs shooting each other and stuff like that. You could just sit in one spot and kind of like not do a ton. But Yeah, this one one just had a better gameplay, a better flow to it. It had cool mechanics. Uh, It was faster. Yeah. Um, The two... We played this three and two players. And the two player version was really fast. Yeah. Just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The three player was great. Um, but we were chit-chatting and stuff yes. with uh, Kurt, but uh, it took a bit longer. But it was uh, the, it's quick, um, it's simple. Yeah. Um, Once you get past that, those little bits of iconography, yeah. it's pretty simple. And not saying that, yeah, that Scythe isn't good. Just this one, I definitely Scythe is good. I Age of Atlantis is way better. Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, this one is just entirely different. From it's a Scythe. totally different game. And I would just prefer. Me too. To I like to bring see this, this one out and play it. I like to, to see side. the artwork. It's nice that I can appreciate the artwork here because I think this one, like, we're gonna get this one to the table a lot more than mm-hmm. than Scythe. For sure, this one's yeah, uh, easier, um, quicker. Yeah, 
with kind of scratching some a similar itch yep. to scythe um but just but but different though you know so yeah. it's a tough one this is a tough one to recommend um i mean i do like it yeah uh it's expensive it was yes. like a hundred dollars it is so an expensive is this a hundred dollar game no it is not um so was it a hundred or was it a yeah. hundred because we got the play mat? No, it. it was like a hundred and forty-five with the play mat. Oof. Yeah, it's not that. It's not a hundred-dollar game. No. Um, but it no. is a fun one, though. Yeah. So if you can get this, uh, for me, this is more in like the sixty, seventy-dollar range game. I would think probably twenty or thirty dollars too much. Well, for I'm thinking, what and it we is. played, we paid extra for the play mat, right? So if this no, didn't no. have a play mat. Yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. The playmat really helps too because the, the board might look a little funny. I, we haven't seen the board just sitting on a table. No. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a hard one to recommend um, yeah. from our standpoint because of the price and that I just, this is, um, if, you're, if you're expecting Scythe, this is not it. <laughs> and yeah. the theme just doesn't come through. And we're yeah. hugely into theme. Um, yeah, if you're looking at it like, oh, it's a sequel to Scythe, and Scythe is your favorite game, it's going to be very different. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. But it this is, is a good. fun game, it though. Like, fun. I really like the game, though, you know? Like, yeah, the actual I do like game the gameplay here this, is fun. For sure. I like doing what we need to do in this game. I really like it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. So, Are you having trouble with, like, who you would recommend it for? Yeah, or... Like, I, it's hard to recommend it at the price point. I don't at think the pri- I can. Okay, valid. I can't at recommend the it at point. the price. If it goes down in price, like right now, I was just looking at Meeple's. It's sitting at 90 bucks yeah. for this version. And that's, it, add another, that's too much. Add another 40 or 50 bucks if you want the metal. If you were to find net. this for like 60 or 70 bucks, I'd, I'd say it's probably in that range. Yeah. Um, but who for? I think just like pretty much anybody that likes a good game. Yeah. Um, this is gameplay wise. I recommend. Yeah. This is not area control. This is just kind of move around, explore, find things. It's nice because you can do your own thing and you don't really get hindered by anybody else. The only hindering that happens is if somebody. Someone blocks your space. Blocks your space because you can't go onto a space with someone else. You can move through a space. But you're not, you're not trying to block each other here. So you're, you're You're trying to do the actions you you need to do. And you might get unlucky and yeah. someone's like, ah, sitting on the perfect spot for you. But then yeah. there's, t- there's like a, you know, so many other, so things many you other can spots do. to go to. And, and so you're kind of just racing against the stars at the bottom. Yeah. And, and it is a race. Yeah. Let's get that clear. It is a race to yeah. get your stars out and. Um, Make sure you yeah, have enough so stuff with the stars. So I don't um, know who I'd recommend this for. But I think just a general hobby gamer would like this. Yeah, I, I agree with um, that actually. It's not heavy. It's not ultra light. It's no. kind of right there in the middle. Um, and yeah. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's a. I liked it a lot. I really yeah. did like it. Um, like taking out the theme because you don't even have to pay attention to it. This is uh, so maybe this is what it is. Maybe they shouldn't have made this a sequel, a sequel to, to Scythe. Scythe and just made a standalone. And game? they should have made a game. I don't know what. Yeah. Or even it's sim- with a similar theme about aliens and stuff and going out and trying to f- yeah. figure out what's going on. But you sh- maybe shouldn't have slapped sequel Scythe attached to this would it make a difference if they didn't say it was a sequel if they said it was just just in the scythe universe no i think it's the That's, same okay i think this is the same for me i don't like i just think they should have just not attached scythe to this and come up with a different yeah theme, theme to put on it. it yeah definitely and, could have been because the game is good yeah it's really fun i liked playing it a lot but uh yeah it's it's maybe don't do scythe yeah and maybe yeah come up with some different theme for it and 
But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, no, it's a fair. hard one. And do you think that that's part of the price point? Because they're oh, using the scythe, the scythe name. Oh, like totally if they didn't if they didn't attach scythe to it, which has been huge. Then they could have dropped it by twenty bucks. Yeah. And it could have been at just least, yeah. Alien yeah, Alien bucks. Meteors, you know, like yeah, it or whatever, whatever it is. You know? Yeah. And it could have been that. Drop the name, and drop the that, price. <laughs> yeah, and that could have really helped. And probably hit more of an mm. audience. Yeah. Too, right? Like to or to be more accessible. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, people know what we're getting at here. You, uh, if you can find this for a decent price, um, go for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully we explained it well enough. <laughs> but that's enough. We're not going to ramble anymore about it. You know what I'm getting at here. Because um, yeah, we're ooh, we're at one, a minute and 12 here. Or hour and 12. Uh, so we're going to call that an episode. Um, you can find us on X at Meeple Dungeon YouTube, which we're going to have ooh, at least two really cool videos to put on there in the next week uh the meeple dungeon and you yep. can contact us at the meeple dungeon at gmail.com <laughs> and yeah i think that's it we're gonna run and we will see you next week cheers have a great week everyone bye bye